Hello, and we're here in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Anthony Smith, Chief Economist here, and I am so excited because we have a fireside chat here. I'm joined by Zach Jekyllin over at Echo, Chief Information Officer. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> really, enjoying, uh, really enjoying being here. It's good to be back in person at one of these. Yeah, it's good to be back in person. I mean, we're talking about the, 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 the shifts and really kind of getting back in person. You meet new people. We had a chance to chat a little bit before we went live here. It's been great to just get the energy back into live events, get back out here, get back to networking, and just put like a name to a lot of faces that you maybe only seen on an email or maybe just virtually. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my favorite part of these events is getting to see the people, you know, within the transportation and logistics industry, get to know the, the, the folks, the competitors and learn a little bit about what they're doing at their companies. And that's really meaningful. And not having that for a couple of years or having to do it virtually was a, a challenge. Yeah. Speaking of challenges, last 18 months have been quite challenging for many parts of the supply chain. We're going to talk about some of the a modern approach to logistics demands. Um, and, and, and I'm really excited about this one. So we're talking about what you're doing at Echo. I'm, I'm excited to just kind of jump into here because we're talking about approaches and one size fits all approach and scalability. Can you jump into a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So at Echo, uh, one thing that we've always focused on from a technology strategy is that um, there's two big differentiators for us. One is we don't think about it just as people or technology. For us, it's how the people interact with the technology, whether that's the shippers or the carriers or whether it's our own employees. Their experience with our technology is what is going to drive the most value to the end user. And so that's the way we consider it. And then when you think about the technology that we offer to the shippers and to the carriers, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach, like you said. There's different levels of integration efforts, different levels of sophistication, maturity within the technology space. And we want to make sure that Echo has an offering for any type of shipper or carrier out there. And, and let's talk about that. I mean, when you're looking at that scalability, how does that kind of impact those shippers, those carriers? How do you kind of go about that approach? Sure. So with, um, I think it's probably easiest to break it down a little bit between shippers and carriers. Right. So let's start with the shippers. When we think about what we offer for our shipper base, again, I come back to, we have a number of different technologies that we provide. So first and foremost, uh, one of our routes was a managed transportation offering. And so for a small to mid-sized shipper out there that just wants to outsource all of their transportation management, we can offer that through, man through our managed trans offering and, and a long-term contract with that shipper. And that's been a really uh, fast-growing business for us and, and one that we've offered for a long time that's exciting. Some of the things that we offer for our brokerage clients, uh, if you think about a large truckload shipper, they're looking for ease of integration, speed of quoting, uh, fast tendering and accepting process. And we have different technologies for all of that. So for speed of quoting, let's say, if you're a large uh, truckload shipper, we can directly connect our API quoting. So all the data science work that we've been doing over the last five years has gone into our truckload cost algorithms. We're now putting those algorithms in front of the shippers. They're able to directly connect with our API and get quotes instantaneously for truckload freight across the entire country. That's meaningful for them because in the past, they've maybe waited for a sales rep to log into a load board and enter in quote after quote after quote. And now we can do hundreds and hundreds of quotes in, in a split second. And that's meaningful for them. 
for um, that same offering, if they don't have a load board, we can also just directly integrate with the shipper. So a company that's, um, that wants to take that approach can bypass the load board process, directly integrate via API. And then finally, for those that use an off-the-shelf TMS, we're directly connected with four or five different TMS offerings, so they can get access to those same quotes um, through the platform that they're already using today. And those are all integrations that have occurred. On the mid-size shipper, so those are mostly for large shippers, on the mid-size front, uh, we have a technology offering called EchoShip. That's a one-stop shop for our brokerage clients to handle the quoting process. Um, they can book shipments. They can track and view reports and analytics behind that. They can pay for shipments. They can do all that in one platform. They all have sales reps behind the scenes ready to help out if and when problems exist. And so that's an offering, again, that offers full service, truckload, LTL, partial, intermodal, um, in an automated way to the shipper. But again, ties it back to the sales rep at the end of the day. And I think you're really kind of drawing a really close correlation here. And I think it's a great example of what you led off with about really integrating the technology with the usability for people. Because all these examples really kind of honed in on making people be able to be more productive, being able to intertwine those two and really kind of drive that efficiency. And that's something that we've definitely been needing for the last 18 months. Well, really more than 18 months, but for some time here in the supply chain. So I think those are definitely meaningful um, examples. If you have any examples of how some echo experts are really kind of utilizing this approach here. Sure. So again, it, um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to find that balance with people and technology and make sure that um, the, the experiences that our shippers and carriers have um, are great ones with the technology. But if and when things go wrong, because this is the industry that we're in, things right. are going to go wrong constantly. We have sales reps that own the relationship that are going to be there for the shippers or carriers to help solve problems. And an example that I'll give you there is on the carrier side of the house, um, Again, we're offering as many ways as we can to integrate directly with these carriers so they can um, manage much, much of the transportation on their own. But again, focus the carrier rep where the carrier rep needs to be there. So a few examples on the, on the carrier side. With large uh, national fleets, um, we offer, again, an API connection directly into our open board. And so Echo being a very large brokerage in the space, we have thousands of loads at any given time on our open board. And so through an API connection, these large national fleets can see, where, see all of the freight, know where we have available freight, see what price we're offering, and can go ahead and place a bid or just book the freight directly through the API integration. Again, that's many phone calls that they don't have to make. They don't have to log into you know, our portals or our platforms. They're, those loads are being fed directly into their systems. And that's meaningful for a really large carrier. For a small to mid-sized carrier, we have two different offerings. We call them Echo Drive. Uh, the Echo Drive offering for web is more for your small to mid-sized carrier. It's more of a dispatch platform. Again, they're going to be able to see every load on our open board, thousands of freight, pieces of freight at the same time. Um, they're going to see prices associated to all those loads, and they're going to be able to bid on or book it now directly through our app. And then once they've bid, we'll tender the load to them. It'll all happen through the back-end channels in an automated fashion. Um, those are meaningful for the small to mid-sized carriers. And then again, for owner-operators or drivers, 
they can have that same functionality, but through an app on their phone. So they can do all that from the cab of the truck. That's one of the things I love because it's not like you're just focusing on one, you know, midsize, large enterprise, things like that. You're looking at each different level and offering a solution there and meaningful solutions, as you mentioned. Um, we're chatting a little bit before, just trying to pick your mind here about some of the things that you've seen over the last 18 months or so, or what are some of the trends that you're seeing within the space that you're kind of keeping your eye on? Sure. Well, we all know how disruptive the supply chain industry and, and transportation industry has been over the last 18 months. And so I think that from an adoption of all these technologies, they've all seen substantial growth in the use of the tech in this time period of disruption, because now more than ever, shippers and carriers need things that are fast, need things that are automated. Um, they need to be able to talk to somebody when they need to talk to somebody, but they need to be able to operate on their own in a quick, in a quick manner when supply chains are this disrupted. And so we think that you know, what we've seen over the last 18 to 24 months post-COVID is um, incredible growth in the adoption and the use across the shippers and carriers of these technologies that have been in place for even longer than that, but have been needed now more than ever. I think that's a, a great point there. I mean, we're looking at those disruptions and, and the examples that you brought up earlier about some of the offerings that you have, they're meaningful solutions. And I was, I was, you know, I see, you know, the supply chain, it goes in waves, you know, trucking is hot and it gets all this attention. And then next thing you know, all these companies are entering, offering all these solutions. This definitely seems like it's a solution that's meaningful. All these different um, parts for all these different um, for all these different sizes, owner operators to enterprise. When you're looking at that, are there any aspects of the supply chain that you're most excited about or most intrigued about of like an emerging trend moving into the next 12 or to 18 months? Yeah, I think one that um, one that's grown a substantial amount for us is this ability to provide either a rate and guaranteed capacity to our shippers in an automated fashion or vice versa, to be able to provide freight to a carrier, know what that carrier wants, and do all that through technology and through algorithms. That really, five years ago, didn't exist. It's slowly grown over the last couple of years or over the, the three-year period prior to that, but is booming in these last two years. And we've seen more and more adoption, um, both from the shipper community and the carrier community and taking advantage of those automated quoting, automated uh, booking processes. And one of the things I really appreciate about Echo is that very strategic and where you all put your energy, making sure it's meaningful. Can you talk to you about Rotex? This is a recent acquisition here. Um, it's been a while. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, no, we're really excited about this. this we put out a press release at the end of last week. Uh, we signed a definitive agreement with a company called Roadtex out of New Jersey. Um, it's a it's different for Echo in a sense that first off, we haven't done a large acquisition in quite some time. We were very acquisitive in our early stages between 2007 and 2015. We purchased 20 companies. A lot of those were tuck-in brokerages. We were building scale during that time. In 2015, we bought Command Transportation. That was a, a much more transformative acquisition from us from a truckload brokerage perspective. Uh, but then we've gone relatively quiet since then doing just one acquisition. Roadtex for us is back to what we call a transformative acquisition for us. It's a company that uh, is large in size and it's outside of the typical truckload brokerage industry that we've generally looked at. So Roadtex uh, offers, they have 32 warehouses 
across the country. The majority of them are all cross-stock facilities. They have five facilities that offer value-added warehouse uh, distribution. And so, and they focus on um, temperature-controlled offering. So somewhere between 45 and, and 75 degrees. And this is, um, it's going to be meaningful for us for two reasons. One, from, a, from an echo client perspective, utilizing the warehouses and utilizing this temperature-controlled offering is going to be meaningful to a number of clients that we have already today. And I think there'd be some managed transportation opportunities that we could see uh, because we have this offering now. And then from RoadTex's perspective, uh, they, they move a lot of middle mile between their warehouses, and they've generally used brokerages to move that middle mile. So I think that Echo could step in and be able to help them move a lot of that line haul on the in-between and also take advantage of some of the, uh, some of the inbound activity into their warehouses that they, that they aren't getting today. So, well, Zach, I, I have a little bit of a putting you on the spot here. And so our CEO, Craig Fuller, I love this question that we ask. What's a hot take that you have for the industry over the next year or so? Ooh, a hot take. Yeah. Let's see. So we've all seen what's happening with rates over the, uh, over the past eight to 10 weeks and the downward decline. We're not ready to call the end of the cycle here. This is, um, there's going to be a new, a new norm I don't think that we've hit the bottom by any means. And, um, or I think, the, I think the new bottom is going to be very different than what the old bottom was. So much has changed in the supply chain industry. And so we're coming up on a busy period in the summer here. Um, things are still very disrupted. Uh, and and Echo is looking forward to taking advantage of that market as best we can. Awesome. Well, Zach, thanks so much for joining us today. If people want to reach out, get a hold of you. How can they do that? How can they reach out to Echo? Yeah, or get in touch with you or, or Echo, yeah. Oh, please. Uh, I, my email, zjecklin at echo.com. Please, please feel free to come around the conference and, uh, and introduce yourself, and I'd be happy to have a conversation. Awesome. Well, Zach, thank you so much for joining us for this fireside chat, and thank you all and everyone here for tuning in. I mean, this is Freight Waves uh, in Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas. This has been a fireside chat. I'm Anthony Smith. We'll see you on the next fireside chat. Stay tuned. Thank you very much.